0: well 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 ladies and gentlemen this is a bit different i feel like i should say something about ugnots and jawas but i don't really feel like that's quite appropriate because this is a new show presented by mando talk it's called geekverse reactions and look at us baby it looks very similar you know if you're over on youtube you know we still got the blue we got rebel scums green going the only thing different right now currently is you know we got geekverse reactions there as our logo right there on that youtube platform uh and i'm excited to do this so we don't really have norms yet like we don't have the Ugnots and Jawas intro we don't really have the we have spoken outro but it's more so just having fun so let me real quickly you know what actually before i do that what is up rebel scum Texan? and dj foster you are back. How's it going? How excited are you to start this Geekverse Reactions platform, if you will?
1: I'm stoked. Um, you know, I, as you've said on Mando Talk, you know, this is always a Star Wars podcast. And, like, mm-hmm. I think I can speak for the both of us when, like, I say you and I live and breathe Star Wars. But, yes. like, a lot of Star Wars fans, we have other things we like, you know, in our own little geekverse and our own little i guess multiverses, if you will so yeah. you know uh, i think it's going to be a good time to to talk about these things because i mean we said this before we started the show but we are living in a time that's just like perfect for mm-hmm. um us to talk about all these different kinds of fandoms that are out there so uh, i'm stoked to uh, talk about it and and get into what we've got for tonight
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, before we get into that, I do just want to make a couple things just perfectly 1000% clear as far as what Geekverse reactions is just straight up anything geek, anything nerd, anything fandom, we're going to talk about it. Like DJ mentioned, we are Star Wars first, primarily, and sometimes I'm sure Star Wars is going to leak into these conversations, because to be completely honest, for me, for other like geek and fandom things. You can tell sometimes that Star Wars has impacted those things. Oh, yeah. So for me, you know, any chance I can, you know, I'm going to mention it, but we're going to try to pause and, and not necessarily go strictly into Star Wars as much as as possible with this platform. DJ, you want to say something? Yeah,
1: to, to jump from what you just said, I've said and ar- I've argued, brother. I have argued with people over this that you do you do not have modern cinema without Star Wars. You're correct. You just don't. And you don't get things like Avengers Endgame. You know, mm-hmm. you don't get things uh, like the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. You just don't get these kinds of things without Star Wars being in the mix. It, it, I, and I mean, the original 1977 A New Hope before it was even called A New Hope. You don't mm-hmm. you don't get you don't get the geek verse without Star Wars. I feel like.
0: Absolutely. Well, Like, like we mentioned, you know, we'll talk about Star Wars when it comes up. It's going to naturally happen. But Geekverse Reactions, we're going to start doing this every Tuesday night live at 830 CST over here on YouTube. But I do want to, you know, just make a little adjustment and props to DJ for kind of giving some feedback and input on this, we are just going to go ahead and also share this recording this audio version of it to our podcast platforms, but we will conveniently label it as geek verse reactions for those of our podcast listeners that you know. Uh, would like that convenience for me you know as far as my you know mental s- psychoness i would like to see you know mando talk labeled mando talk geek verse reactions labeled geek verse reactions Absolutely. so we'll do it that way so you kind of know what to expect before you hit uh play A- and we appreciate you hitting play uh thank you so much for you know caring enough to listen to what we have to say about star wars and geek verse things and uh that's truly humbling and i can't wait to continue to do it and speaking of that as well too you know those of you here on youtube here live uh watching on the playback if you have not hit that subscribe button yet please do that you know for a while we've been talking about 100 subscribers by the time that the book of boba fett hits uh how far away are
1: we dj 23 man 23 23 michael jordan subs away man absolutely (laughs) If let's we, make let's get it 23. Happen. 23 tonight. 23 tonight. Let's tonight
0: go. <laughs> we're gonna get somewhere. <laughs> no, but we would really appreciate it if you could help us get to that goal because you know I really do think that once we hit that things might kind of start rolling our way a little bit. Um, some cool things might be coming down the pipeline. So click that subscribe button if you have not done so. Okay, that was a lot of kind of basic intro stuff, but I feel like since it was the first time we have done it, I felt like that was necessary. So. We are now, though, ready to officially react to some Geekverse topics, Uh, but since this is the first time that we are doing this, we wanted to share, like, our top five, if you will, or dive into what other universes, what other things in the Geekverse do we love outside of Star Wars? You know that we love Star Wars, but you don't maybe necessarily know everything else that we love, so... We're gonna go ahead and get that kick started. DJ, why don't you take it away?
1: I would love to, man. Um, so what other universes do we love outside of Star Wars? I think this is a fantastic thing for us to jump into before um, we get into the rest of the the future that is going to be geek verse reactions. So why don't we do this if that's all right with you? I'll say one, you say one, and we'll just flip flop back and forth.
0: Sure. And we'll do
1: our, we'll do our top five. Okay. And I don't know if you have a bonus. I have a bonus.
0: I actually have two
1: bonuses. Then I don't feel bad adding a second bonus because I have (laughs) a second bonus. Okay. (laughs) So you're going to get your, our top 14 fandoms in no particular (laughs) order. (laughs) So putting star Wars aside. Okay. That's, I feel like we have to put Star Wars side because we're, I mean, on Thursdays, we're Mando talk, right. you know? Absolutely. So right now, let's talk about the other ones. So I'll go first. My number one, right are we behind. Going, are we going number one? Or are we going like well, honorable mentions I, or like, uh, is we'll there see. an order we should go? I feel like we should save our honorable mentions and we'll do that. You know what? Let's go from the bottom to the top. From five to one. Five to one. And, and, then, then, in our- between, and then in between two and one to okay. set the anticipation. Oh, I
0: like this, We'll man, do our I bonuses, like yeah. Let's okay. go, okay. All
1: right, so uh, number six. No, I'm sorry, number five. <laughs> number five for me is straight up just Batman. Just okay. Batman. I, oh. I love Batman. Um, I, You know, for me, my love for Batman started honestly with the Dark Knight trilogy. And I think that mm. a lot of people our age, just millennials, we would be able to say, oh yeah, Christian Bale's my Batman. And even when you go back in time and you look at all the different men who have played Batman, whether it was animated or live action, of course, a lot of the times we only talk about the live action uh, actors who've played Batman, Mm -hmm. but you, it's, it's hard to go without mentioning Adam West, Michael Keaton. We could probably go without mentioning Val Kilmer or George Clooney, but it's a part of the legacy. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. And (laughs) now we have robert pattinson coming up which i thought at first why mm-hmm. and then they dropped that glorious trailer which was on my birthday last year so Ooh, that's, that's I a got, good birthday present i got a great birthday present so thank you warner brothers <laughs> appreciate that um but it i love batman so much i think batman's just the coolest so okay. um that's my number five well, what's your number five
0: Man, I know that you're going to not be a fan of how far down this is for me. But my number five is the Lord of the Rings trilogy.
1: Oh, Now,
0: I know Lord of the Rings is epic. It's incredible. But just something about and something about it. You just you watch the movies and you are fully enamored and and taken into that realm and that atmosphere and it it blows me away now to be completely honest I do feel like of all the ones here on the list I think I haven't done a great job myself as a fan of diving into it as much as it deserves and with that said I think if I was to dive deeper into it I think it might climb up the list but honestly I've kind of gotten like sidetracked if you will as i've gone on with my adult life and i've kind of you know seen the flashiness of all these other franchises Mm. and it kind of catches my eye and i haven't really gone back and and given lord of the rings more attention but lord of the rings is good enough to be in my top five so i get i give it number five now if jacob was here you know again if if you're new Mm. to the show jacob my brother he would be punching me in the
1: face absolutely (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) yeah i uh i love lord of the rings and i will i'll say this it's in my top five mm-hmm. i'll leave it Oh, <laughs> leave it
0: that's what yeah yeah we'll i'll leave there. it be for now we'll Where? get there
1: <laughs> i you know i'll say more about lord of the rings here in a minute how about okay. that okay uh i'll go to my number four now now this might surprise you how far down on the list it it is on mine okay um because uh, well, we're going to talk about it here in just a minute. My number four is just the entirety of the MCU. Okay. Um, I, I like a lot of people, I keep up with the MCU quite cool. frequently. In fact, I, I convinced the wife to go see Shang-Chi this weekend. So there you go. we're headed to the theater. Right there. We're headed to the theater. I'm gonna get me a fat icy and, huh. and go refill it about seven times. And mm-hmm. well, before that's, you know, before the trailers even end, but, uh, I I've, I've been a part, I feel like, of the MCU and for a long time. In fact, I said this um, uh, before we started the show. I used to work at a movie theater, and I was there working when Avengers premiered May fourth, two 2012. Wow. And let me tell you, you have never seen a theater more dirty, mm-hmm. and you've never seen more people in, in waiting mm-hmm. in line. It's the, it's, it was the, like, blockbuster of the three years I worked there. Yeah, And um, I've never seen a movie like it since. Um, I'm sure, you know, it's different now because you can order your tickets ahead of time. We were mm-hmm. still flirting with that idea in 2012. We hadn't really fully committed to that mm-hmm. yet. So lines out the door, lines down the hallway. So for me, the MCU is, is just this incredible masterpiece that's been beautifully woven together over a decade and now going into almost 2 or 12 years as right. coming into 2012 it'll be 12 or not 2012 uh 2022 be 12 years mm-hmm. so it's been a long time coming and plus you know they keep coming up with these stories and they're worth investing your time in yes just for the sake of storytelling it's it's worth investing your time in so for me my number 4 is the MCU
0: okay fair enough i like that so pick now where are you at where are you my at my number, number four, 4 is you know you'll like this one is simply
1: the batman
0: the batman Uh, yeah i i love the character i I think it's it's really impressive you know no matter who portrays the the character or who gives their take on the character somehow it always feels fresh somehow it always feels like there's more to dive into with that character uh and like you mentioned you know we grew up with the dark knight trilogy yeah That's going to be hard to beat for me as far as a comic book trilogy goes ever. Like that mm-hmm. was incredible. Uh, but I think that there's a lot of potential with Robert Pattinson's Batman, if I'm being completely honest. I, I cannot wait uh, to see that film. And, and we'll talk more about that later in this episode. And I can't wait to talk about that. But Batman, you know, he just always ticks the radar for me. He always gets my attention. So Batman was uh, for the reasons you mentioned earlier and mm-hmm. the reasons I just listed there. Batman's my number four.
1: And for the record, those of you watching or listening and shout out to our podcast listeners who are jumping in via wherever you're listening to us. Mm -hmm. Uh, I personally, before I was ever on the show, was listening on Spotify. So I I prefer Spotify uh, as a platform. However, thank you guys for listening. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into my third one. And I've I've made this very public before. I, I have said in front of a large group of people, you can dog on me for liking Star Wars. You can dog on me for being a nerd for that all day. I will I will take it cuz I've been taking it as Cassian Andor said since I was 6 years old and younger. Yep. So, but here's one thing you will never I will never let anybody knock me down for this one. Okay. The Rocky franchise. Ooh, I like I, that. Wow. I love the Rocky and mm-hmm. Creed movies. Okay. I mean, I I have loved Rocky here's how, okay. I have actually, I'm, I just turned 27 years old Mm -hmm. just last week for 27 years of my life. I've been a Rocky fan. Here's how I know this. When I was a baby before I was even a year old, I couldn't, I couldn't stop crying at night apparently. Mm -hmm. So what my dad did was he popped in Rocky. And as soon as it was in the VHS player, I stopped. Wow! stop crying (laughs) and for years on apparently that was how i got to go to sleep and so as far back as i can remember i think rocky was a part of my life before star wars was
0: okay so um
1: i i have always been a massive rocky fan and on top of that when the creed movies came out oh i was stoked Mm -hmm. i mean when michael b jordan was cast what a guy i mean absolutely (laughs) i mean those movies are fantastic and then Mm -hmm tessa thompson playing his wife by the time you get to the second creed movie now here's something kind of interesting and i don't know if i've said this on the show before but my wife is actually deaf Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: uh, she wears hearing aids now she's not totally deaf but um she has some major hearing impairments and for me when creed came out and knowing tessa thompson's character was deaf um, and then that plays into the second movie and when they have a baby and the baby ends up being deaf and um i haven't i've said this on twitter i haven't said it on mando talk but my wife and i are actually expecting our first baby A hey, and uh um, congratulations thank you very much sir i appreciate it um but not knowing breaking that,
0: news here by the way not breaking no, news here. no So i didn't no. want you know i don't want people to think oh, yeah, Caleb yeah, yeah, yeah. just gave a absolute fake congratulations no <laughs> no
1: no no caleb caleb's known for a few weeks now a few weeks now yeah and um <laughs> And, you know, so for me, watching him deal with his wife, watching him deal with his child, it strikes a chord with me, mm-hmm. um, not just as a Rocky fan. But, you know, and I got married to her before I think uh, either Creed movie came out or I, at least we were dating before then. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, seeing that on the screen, I was like, oh, it it it, it hit me right where I needed to hit me. So yeah. I, my love for Rocky has just continued on uh, through the Creed movies, and I will always be a Rocky fan. In fact, I've been to the Rocky Stairs in Philadelphia, Ooh, that's and cool. that's and cool. run the Rocky Stairs. And by the way, the statue's still there. It's just off to yeah. the right hand side of of the stairs. It's really cool. It's a really cool experience. So the Rocky and Creed franchise that's my that's my number three.
0: Okay, number I like three. that. I like that. What, now,
1: what's your what's your number three, man?
0: My number three. I know you haven't seen it, uh, Game of Thrones. Mm. Uh, I know that's kind of, I know like typically when you hear somebody explain it, they'll say like, oh, a a modern take or type of Lord of the Rings. I don't think that's the case at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Game of Thrones for me, it's just. The TV show format, I think, speaks to me more now at this age where I like the week to week conversation. I mean, obviously, I started a podcast to talk about the Mandalorian week to week. So that style and really Game of Thrones is what inspired me to start a podcast. So that has a lot uh, to do with it. But mm. Game of Thrones, just the action uh, the set pieces, the thing it, it, it brought to television, not only did it set the stakes for, you know, that show itself, but I think Game of Thrones has, you know, like Star Wars as, as, as a film has impacted so much. I think Game of Thrones as a television show has impacted so much because all the time you hear about, you know, even Jon Favreau, and here we go, I'm incorporating Star Wars into this. Favreau's talked about how he wants to make the Mandalorian kind of like this Game of Thrones-esque like big overarching massive story and game of Thrones really pulled that off. I mean, it's got swords, it's got blood, it's got dragons, it's got zombies. It's basically got everything that, you know, us, geeks want. Uh, so game of Thrones was my number three. Didn't want to dive too deep into that other than, um, you know, nothing, Jon Snow. And I know that's a reference that maybe you know nothing about. I got nothing. Jon Snow, Kit Harington for
1: life. (laughs) My, 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 uh, game of Thrones, knowledge is literally to the extent of winter is coming winter is coming That's and even nice. that I, even that i have no idea what that means i'm just like oh, every man. fall every fall i just am like oh winter's coming and i'm like i don't know what that means uh no, you say it 24
0: 7 365 you know it could be the middle of july burning up winter's coming it's absolutely. always coming
1: <laughs> yes and I, I i feel like it's way more ominous than i realize. Mm. i might have to jump into game of thrones and just yeah. bite the bullet. and i, know, I there's, don't know there's
0: some things in there you know yeah that is very vulgar and, and very revealing yeah. uh but you know they invent the fast forward button if you need to just that click is that. true click that thing a couple times Click, click a few times go. a lot Absolutely. of times
1: maybe <laughs> <laughs> i've heard especially in season one i don't season know anything one beyond for sure. that season one yeah for but sure. that's all it's all good and i don't knock you for for liking the show i I'm as big a fan as any other geek verse stuff as, as the next guy. Yeah. Um, so I'll go, ju- go ahead and jump into my number, my, my second, my top, my Ooh. number two. I don't want to say number two because number two stinks, but not in this case, top two, two, baby, my top two. And then we'll get into, uh, my honorable mention, my bonuses. Yeah. Or your, we'll go to your, your second and then we'll jump okay. back. But yeah, um, Indiana Jones. Okay is now we're talking baby i mean it's a star wars adjacent you know in a lot of ways yeah um i've i i do not really remember when i was introduced to indy but i know it was after i was introduced to star wars mm-hmm. and um i think it was like oh my dad my dad introduced me to star wars and i think he was like oh you you like this well maybe you'll also like this and and i've said it on the podcast I, i'm not ashamed to say it. i'm a christian and i'm a pastor my dad mm-hmm. is a pastor and um, he's like, Oh, you'll love this because it deals with the Ark of the Covenant. And I was like, What's the Ark of the Covenant? Ooh, yeah, and <laughs> it was a nice way for him to teach me what the Old Testament talks about on that. So, on top of that, now I love Raiders, but my favorite Indiana Jones is actually The Last Crusade. Okay. Um, and that was my introduction to Sean Conray,
0: yeah, um, absolute I, legend. I mean,
1: I mean, and I hate that he passed away. I mean, I know mm. we all have to someday, but. Man, he was just a cool guy, cool old man, and um, he was just the best, I feel like, as Indy's dad, which I don't know if you know this, they're only eight years apart in age.
0: Really? Yeah, isn't that wild? Connery and Ford? Yes. Wow, I didn't know that.
1: Isn't that wild? And they play that that father-son thing so well.
0: Yeah, they do. Um,
1: So I I love Indiana Jones, and uh, I think I'm super excited for Indy 5 yeah me like, too I, me too when Har- man when Harrison Ford got injured recently I was like I mean he's 70 somebody years old it only makes sense that you know he would get injured but like the fact that they're out there doing an Indiana Jones five and we're like at a, at a point in time where we can see it is amazing to me so Indy's my number two let me yeah. hear yours and Let me make we'll this go easy our bonuses.
0: This is going to be really easy. Then number two, Indiana Jones.
1: Yes.
0: Um, <laughs> Indiana Jones for me, you know, I specifically remember this moment and I'm honestly already kind of getting emotional thinking about it. I was like power through power through six, seven, the very first box set of a franchise that I got as a kid for Christmas. I remember mm. coming down the steps of my boss and granny's house, running to the tree and it's not even wrapped. It, the The whole pack is just kind of out oh. and, and front and center. Indiana Jones, right in the middle of the tree, That's and cool. uh, I still remember that moment. I still remember seeing it. I remember That's wanting cool. to watch it as soon as I saw it. So I actually have a a memory of Indiana Jones prior to any other of these franchises that we've mentioned, even wow. Star Wars. Uh, wow. Indiana Jones was my introduction to Harrison Ford, and I feel like wow. that is what honestly maybe made me go and visit Star Wars so much initially was because Harrison Ford was so cool. Uh, So Indiana Jones for me, things you mentioned again as well. And then, you know, just that kind of emotional connection there uh, make Indiana Jones my number two. And like you said, Indiana Jones five, you know, all the hate you want to throw at that. Don't care. I'm pumped for that movie. Oh yeah, Anytime you can get Harrison Ford with a whip and that hat. uh, Yeah. Give it to me. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be, and there. I,
1: I, and honestly me, I said, Rocky was three and then Indy was two, but like, mm. they kind of, they go back and forth at times for me. Really? So, yeah. yeah. So Indiana Jones and Rocky have always been these things for me too. But you know, I, I, I don't want people to mess with Indy, Indiana Jones either. Like I'm very protective of my, my love for Rocky. <laughs> I'm also yeah. very protective of my love for Indy. Um, in fact, at our church a couple years ago, we did a whole vacation Bible school. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that, but it, our theme was Indiana Jones Yeah. and it was a ton of fun with this kid that is, was in my youth group. I was like teaching him how to be Indy. He'd never seen an Indiana Jones movie. So I was like, Oh, you got to, okay, let me show you what you need to do. Cause he was playing Indiana Jones and in the skits we were doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did
1: a really good job when it was all said and done, but I got to coach him on how to be Indy. And that was that's fun. cool. That's cool. Um, so I'm, I, am i am really super appreciate that number two is the same on both of our lists. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So I have uh, two bonuses. I'll say them really quick and then we can okay. get to your bonuses. So we can get the number one. Sure. Um, my first one is the office, Ooh, the U, Peacock. the U S office. I, okay. I love the office when it left Netflix, I was distraught. So <laughs> I I actually already owned all season, all nine seasons on DVD, which I still mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Um, but now that it's back on Peacock with, seasons one through five i'm kind of working through seasons one through five right now
0: Mm, there you
1: go um and the other thing and i'm not sure if this counts as a geek fandom thing Mm -hmm. but it's an interest that's geek related okay i i have this weird thing where i I really like dragons Mm -hmm. i think dragons are super cool um and i actually you know this is going to put me in a a, a box i feel like and i shared (laughs) this with you at the end of mando talk after we got done recording last Uh, last week but
0: okay yeah um, yeah, yeah. but
1: um i also believe that dragons and dinosaurs are the same thing call you can call me crazy if you want that's fine i'll leave it at that but i think dragons are super dope uh the idea of something being able to breathe fire and fly and and do all sorts of crazy things is just really cool to me so the office yeah. and dragons there you go i don't think you can get any dorkier than that sure i really don't hey, think hey, you can hey
0: that's fine that's fine my, uh, my honor yeah uh was just you know the dc as a whole because outside of batman you know superman gets my interest wonder yeah. woman but outside of that it's just kind of like eh you know i'll watch it uh, i'll enjoy it uh But yeah, just DC as a whole, I would throw that as an honorable mention. Now, this one, this next one might surprise you. And we were kind of talking about this uh, before we went live. And I might get hate for this. Oh, no. It is J.J. Abrams' Star Trek. Oh, I'm with you. I love the first one and I love the second one. Now, the third one, you know, it's questionable.
1: Yeah. Eh, It's there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I guess that, again, you know, everyone out there has heard it jj abrams star trek people say oh it's star trek wars come on now yeah and that's probably why i love it let's let's yeah. be honest that's probably why it's on my honorable mention well list, you,
1: you know he it- snuck r2d2 into the yeah. first one i yeah. mean yeah and if, for those of you who are finding that out for the first time go google that one because that's hilarious when you see r2 doing one of these through space it's <laughs> yeah. hilarious
0: it is it is i'm
1: with you on that one I'll put that as my third honorable mention.
0: There you go. Nice. Because I
1: I think (laughs) I love those J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies. They're fantastic. And it it came to us in an era where there was no Star Wars.
0: That is true. And I also think that's what kind of plays at it. I feel like if Star Wars and Star Trek had come out at the same time, I would have then subscribed to this feud between the two. Like I would have said, oh, Star Wars is far superior. I don't have time for Star Trek. Yes. But because it came when it did, I think that has... Honestly, for our generation, made that whole, you know, divide or argument that used to be there completely irrelevant. That that just might be my opinion, at least for our age kind of people. Yeah. Am I crazy for that?
1: No, I don't think so. I think for people our age, millennials, 20-something, 30-somethings, I think that that is very on brand, very, very fair. OK, uh, however, what always annoyed me growing up and honestly kind of still does is when like, oh, I don't know the difference between Star Trek, and Star Wars, but blah, blah. I'm like, there's a very big difference. <laughs> like, yeah. And so for those who are like with me on that, I think you'll understand uh-huh. those kinds of deals. And I'm with you. Well, I think that J.J. Abrams having dipped his toe in both uh, rivers, if you will, I think definitely. I'm just dying laughing that.
0: because I know if my dad, you know, if he's watching or listening. He's one of those that, you know, if I say I'm going to throw Star Trek on or something, he's going to be like, is that the one with that hairy carpet that walks around (laughs) talking about Chewbacca? (laughs) So he very much is down that lane of, you know, it's all the same thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I think most people are, but like, let's be real. They're very different. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Well, Let's get to our top ones, baby.
1: Absolutely. Number one for me, Lord of the Rings.
0: I, I'm not surprised. I love
1: Lord of the Rings. Not surprised I mean, at
0: all. What is listen, this, like three or what do you, you're like admin of like three different Lord yeah. of the Rings groups? No, just one. <laughs> I,
1: I'm a, No, I'm I'm the moderator for a Facebook group uh, called Middle Earth Theological Seminary. Shameless plug. It's, yeah, shameless plug. But it's a, it's a blast with those guys on there. And I love hanging out. Uh, with them and talking and it's sometimes it gets a little hectic in the comment section as all social media does but yeah. uh it's mostly just for memes just lord of the rings memes there you know you if you're if you're a memer I don't think that's a word <laughs> hey, but we'll if make you, it a word <laughs> I don't know yeah but if you're one of those people who enjoys making memes for Lord of the Rings you know check out Middle earth theological seminary uh, me and an, one of the other moderators are currently working on a another Facebook group called Rebel Alliance Theological Seminary. We yet to launch it, but if it's it was theological for,
0: seminary verse,
1: it is <laughs> and it is and there's also a Dunder Mifflin Theological Seminary <laughs> for you office fans out there. Wow, that is incredible. Middle, <laughs> Middle Earth and Dunder Mifflin have almost ten thousand um, uh, members each. So. Hey. It's a lot of hey. dorky people out there sharing a lot of dorky memes, let me tell you. Yeah. But um, those are two shameless plugs. I'm not any kind of <laughs> affiliation with the Dunder Mifflin other than I'm a member. Yeah, but um, anyway, Lord of the Rings is one of those things I revisit every winter. It's my comfort movie franchise between like December and February. I rewatch all three of those and I have the extended editions, baby. So I, I invest yeah. my time into that one. And then go and watch all that glorious behind-the-scenes material, which Mm -hmm. honestly helped me fall in love with filmmaking. I still consider myself to be like a film researcher. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy watching behind-the-scenes, and it has a lot to do with those Lord of the Rings movies. And, of course, The Hobbit comes with that. That's kind of like an addendum.
0: Okay. And, see, that's why I was trying very specifically when I said Lord of the Rings at number five. I hope I throw it in the word trilogy. if if not okay i just wanted to clarify that yeah you
1: did (laughs) like and i i enjoy the hobbit i have my issues like Mm -hmm. a lot of people do i personally believe the hobbit should have just been two movies i don't think it needed to be a trilogy and they literally did that for two reasons one lord of the rings was a trilogy two, money that was it um it's all about that green yeah all about that green (laughs) but um anyway i love lord of the rings have for a long time Uh, i enjoy reading the books and even even the extension from those mm-hmm. books, the Silmarillion and others. And I've yet to go see uh, the green Knight, the movie that just came out, because that was actually based on Tolkien's adaptation of that story.
0: Oh, okay. so
1: I've yet to go see it. I need to, I want to, I just haven't got to go around to doing that. So uh, yeah. hopefully before too long, I can go see that. Cause it's basically Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be real. It's basically Lord of the Rings. So well, I'm a bit, I'm a big Lord. I call it loader. L O L O T R yeah. loader. I'm a big yeah. loader fan. So, good times, um, in middle earth for sure. So I'm anxious. What's your number one?
0: Well, I, I think it's obvious cause it's the only one I haven't mentioned so far. And that is, it is the MCU, uh, the Marvel Cinematic oh, okay. Universe. I'm just, okay. you know, and, and, you know, Should've I, seen I that know, I, I know I've had this conversation with Zach. If yeah. you ask me that two years ago, it's not even in my top five because I was in that moment. I was kind of, well, I guess maybe before infinity war. Once Infinity War hit, that's when I was like, OK, they just spent 20 something movies building all of this up to tell this incredible story that deserves my attention and two respect. Uh, And it was at that point when I started to then go back. And make sure that I've seen all of them chronologically, not necessarily release order, but in the order of when the events occurred. And that really changed my perspective on the MCU. And I've come to just respect it so much. And like I said, you know, before Infinity War came out, you know, I was your angry Star Wars fan that was like, you know what, it's time for Star Wars to be king again. But once I saw Infinity War, I was just like, look, it's time for me to quit this pettiness. The MCU is doing something incredible. I need to enjoy it before it's over. And luckily, it looks like it's not even close uh, to being over. They keep telling all of these great stories, uh, these great tales, and they're still somehow connecting to all of this stuff that we've seen before. But yet it's also introducing some crazy, mind-boggling stuff coming down the line. And I can't wait to continue to see it. And maybe, you know, this, this idea of not knowing what's to come also helps me put it in that number one spot
1: sure yeah because
0: you know just that idea of oh what's gonna happen next keeps me intrigued with the well,
1: especially after the events of loki i mean specifically loki because that opened a whole can of worms yeah i mean and we're already seeing that um with spider-man and all these other things i mean it's just a matter of time before we get literal insanity when Mm -hmm. i mean i don't even know how else to put it i'm with you i mean i i feel like now i need to reevaluate my top five
0: uh um, hey, nah. no 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 nah, you stick huh? it you <laughs> was good you had a good five you had a good five, i have man. a good five high five <laughs> there
1: you go uh so yeah i i'm with you on that i think that those are all fantastic so let us know in the comments what your uh top five fandoms outside of star wars are and um put that down in the comment section below the video and again i'm gonna go ahead and plug it again you plugged it up top but go ahead and like the video and subscribe while you're there you know it helps us out yeah and share it share it around with your friends your other nerdy friends because listen we all got nerdy friends all right (laughs) so at least i hope you do i'll be your nerdy friend if you don't have any nerdy friends all right there you go all of us Um, here at
0: mando talk slash reactions will be your geek friend
1: (laughs) yeah all right yeah so that's that's it for our top um whatever 15 14 (laughs) however that ended up yeah
0: (laughs) well and i think it was important for us to do that on this inaugural geek first reactions episode for sure because it's important for you as the listener or audience to realize that you know we again we still have other passions obviously i think maybe it's evident that i am very much more so passionate about star wars like that's never going to be touched Uh, but it's very clear that we have passions outside of that and that's why we've started this and hopefully us having a conversation back and forward there about our top five plus a couple of honorable mentions there uh kind of shows you kind of why we're gonna keep doing this and i and i hope that's enough for you to be like you know what these guys they might not know it all but they love talking about it so i'm gonna love listening to them but with that said i hope you enjoyed that tell us your top five geek verse uh IPs, projects, franchises, we would love to hear them. You can tell us in the comments. You can tell us in our Discord. That link is in the description of the video or the podcast. Uh, But let's, without further ado, kind of what we'll start doing when Geekverse Reactions continues to, you know, pump out content each week, each week, it'll be more so, you know, like our news kind of Uh, episodes where we're going to talk about the recent news or the recent trailers to react to or the recent movies to kind of spoiler react to and review Uh, we're going to start doing uh, that kind of approach Uh, just guys hanging out talking about things in the geek verse and having fun with it so the first thing that we actually want to talk about uh, tonight is something that's in both of our top fives as far as uh, projects or characters, at least, uh, that we love in the Geekverse, and that is the Batman. Now, we are specifically talking about uh, Matt Reed's Batman that's expected to come out next year. There are apparently, there was apparently recently somewhere, I'm not sure, maybe CinemaCon, something like that. There was mm-hmm. an early test screening yes. uh, and early reactions in a Twitter thread from what I saw, and that Twitter thread was at Blu ray Angel. Uh, for this Batman movie have been revealed. Uh, I don't know necessarily how much we can trust uh, this Twitter thread or how accurate it is, but I do feel like it's important enough for us to at least mention here, uh, and I'm just going to read through the thread, and at any point, DJ, if you want to cut me off and you feel like there's in so- there's something important from the thread that you would like to discuss, please do, Okay. Sounds good. All right. So tweet number one in this th- in this thread from Blu-ray Angel. It says, exclusive. I know someone who has seen the Batman. Friend of mine and a really good person. Here's what they told me. Thread, no spoilers. So we're not sharing any spoilers with the movie. We're just sharing some general ideas that this viewer uh, wanted to share. The Batman movie is a horror movie. Very graphic, very dark, very scary. Paul Dano is crazy, so scary. I loved every second and paul dano i believe is the actor that is portraying the riddler uh in this yeah. film so that would make sense from the trailer that we have seen i think that matches uh out and that would make sense to kind of just say as a broad blanket stank- a statement obviously yeah in my opinion
1: yeah and i think that it's really good i think it's great that we're returning to the character of the riddler mm-hmm. i know he was lightly teased in the dark night like yes. so lightly it was like almost not noticeable Um, but aside from that little moment, the last time we saw the Riddler on the silver screen was Jim Carrey. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) and let's be honest that that iteration of the Riddler is just like some kind of weird, uh, all respect to Jim Carrey. He's a fantastic actor. I love, I love him Mm -hmm. in most of his movies, but when you look at the Riddler, he's just doing an impression like a very odd impression of whoever the heck the guy was who played the Riddler in the Mm sixties. I don't know that actor's name, although he was a prominent actor during that time. I know he had guest spots on shows like the Munsters, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you look at him as a, as an actor and what he did with the Riddler in the sixties, perfect. But you know, when you look at the Riddler in the nineties and it's like, Jim, you could have done a little, and maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was Joel Schumacher. I have Mm -hmm. no, the director, I have no idea if it was that or what, but um, coming off of things like Joker, you know, with, uh, Joaquin Phoenix or yeah. even Heath Ledger's Joker, Ooh. you know, and, and Harley Quinn being played by Margot Robbie. I mean, first of all, I know birds of prey was kind of whatever, but every other time Mar- uh, Margot Robbie has been Harley Quinn to me, it's a home run. I mean, she is Harley Quinn to me at this point. And yeah. so the fact that we're going in direction with the Riddler and seeing him be like this insane guy i mean only from the trailers just i mean the one trailer just the little images and and, in voiceovers we've gotten wow i just think it's it's incredible um what we have coming down the pipe so to speak
0: agree and i agree with everything that you just mentioned i can't wait to kind of see that kind of take on the riddler again if this thread is true but i think the trailer was enough to show that we'll be getting that uh from this batman movie next up in the uh Twitter thread here. The next tweet says the cut they saw of the Batman is three hours long. Sign me up for that. If that's the case, sign me up. Oh, I'm all about longer films. Uh, Maybe not as long as the Snyder cut. Don't get me wrong. Uh, (laughs) But I think that three hour mark, I think we've kind of gotten there. I think I think as a fandom, as a fan base, as a whole of, you know, these geek verse type of films. I think we've gotten to that point where everyone kind of wants to see three-hour films of their favorite characters. Am I wrong with that?
1: No, I don't think so. Um, I did not
0: think but, so either. I mean, before tell me, I go, first, tell me
1: if I'm wrong, guys
0: out there yeah. that are listening.
1: <laughs> and speaking of those who are listening, I just wanted to mention we had a, a couple people jump in the live chat. My Let's brothers, go. my brother Gavin, uh, also known as TK421, Let's over go. on Discord. We've <laughs> yet to mention Discord. Join our Discord at Mando Talk. Uh, We got all kinds of goodies we're talking about over there. And then also, I don't think I've ever seen this name before. Diego Aguilar from Costa Rica. He says, hey, guys. Hello. That's awesome. That's awesome. Welcome to the show, Diego. Yeah, I I love it. I'm stoked you're here. I hope you stick around because, listen, I think you might be our first ever Costa Rican viewer.
0: That I know of. Absolutely. There you go. I know by name. Yes.
1: And you are Mr. Mando Talk, so you would know. So congratulations, <laughs> Diego Aguilar. I wonder if you have any relation to some of the people I know up here in Texas. Uh, I know, I know an Aguilar nearby, but uh, maybe not. Maybe who knows? But anyway, I'm back back on this three hour cut of Batman. Um, absolutely, give it to yeah. me because listen, I just said I can li- I I rewatch Lord of the Rings at least once a year. Yeah, I can do that. Give me three hours of Batman. I mean, he straight up is just like, "I'm vengeance." Like, come on! You like, just gave
0: me chills, man. Listen, just gave me chills. And
1: I, I, I love doing Batman specifically. I love doing Christian Bale because you can, at any given moment, you can just go, where is she?" And everybody knows exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Or Rachel. It's just it's so much fun to scream like Christian Bale's Batman. Sure. Um, yeah. And with this, I'm vengeance. It's just enough. Yeah. It's just, I feel like I have no idea if old Pattinson did this or not, but I feel like he took from the best parts of of Bruce Wayne and said, this is what we're going to get. So uh, three hours all day, all day. I don't care.
0: Give me that. Uh, uh, Yeah, just give me that. Uh, There's nothing else to say. Give me a three-hour cut of the Batman. I'm there for it. Okay, next Mm -hmm. tweet. Their thoughts on Zoe Kravitz as Bat, sorry, as Catwoman. I have a million things to say about Catwoman. She's my favorite, definitely my favorite Catwoman. Um, I don't really have too much to add to that other than I'm not honestly too surprised uh, with the Catwoman portrayals that we've gotten in the past. They've been okay. Uh, I feel like they could have, you know, been potentially better uh, not to throw shots or anything. I've enjoyed the portrayals that we've gotten. But I think that Zoe is going to do something pretty remarkable uh, with this character in this in this movie.
1: I bet so. I mean, I, I was following Gotham, the TV show for its entire run. And I really enjoyed the actress who played Selina Kyle in that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and that. Um, and there were some, I feel like that show was kind <clears> of <throat> out there in a lot of ways. So it wasn't like the best Catwoman. woman, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer all day though. I mean, yeah. until Zoe Kravitz, you know, I see it, you know, I'm going to stick with Michelle Pfeiffer. No, no shade at Anne Hathaway. I think
0: sure, it was. Yeah.
1: it was good, but you know, we'll see about Zoe Kravitz. I'm kind of, not, I've never seen her in anything, so I have nothing to base it on. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it's going to be better than Halle Berry. <laughs> um, so we'll see about that. Um, but I'm all for that. I mean, it sounds like a good take thus far. We'll we'll see. I think it's March of 2022 is when it's supposed to hit. So right. we'll see then. I guess.
0: All right. Well, let's combine these next two uh, tweets since they're both kind of focused more so on Robert Pattinson's Batman. Uh, tweet number four: Their thoughts on Robert Pattinson's Batman voice. His voice was perfect, in my opinion. And then their thoughts on his Batmobile. Um, there's a lot of uh, explicitives in this, but basically, <laughs> my goodness gracious, it slayed. <laughs>
1: that's the. That's, is that the rated the, G version? That's a clean version. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness gracious. Yes, I hey, agree. I, try I my mean, best. I try my that best. that Batmobile <laughs> does look legit. I think it it yeah. has. It, ha- it it's like an ode to adam west's batmobile on a couple of spots especially those rear fenders of course the giant you know jet coming out of the back is a must
0: well and i like the simplicity of this batmobile yeah. that, that we're getting this this yes. go around sign me up for that I, i'm all for that i really 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 dig that
1: yeah and i i i'm with it too honestly um it, it felt it felt more grounded you mm. know even and what's so funny is that the dark knight trilogy felt grounded but this somehow feels more grounded. Yeah. And it's it's, it's kind of hard to say that, but it does. It feels a little bit more grounded. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm with you on the Batmobile. It, it looks sick. I can't wait to see it in action.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, moving on with our tweet thread here. Uh, closing opinion, but, you know, they add an update to this. So not necessarily the last tweet. Uh, there's a scene at the end that liter- literally had everyone screaming, everyone gasped. Like it was a big no way for everyone. I don't give a about Batman uh, or DC. Don't give a flying <laughs> fadoodle. <laughs> I don't give a flying fadoodle about Batman or DC. And even I clenched onto a knee and was shook. It's the biggest, I, I'm, I'm assuming, mic drop. Uh, mm. Biggest mic drop. Now, for me, you know, as not necessarily, I guess, comic book deep heavy with Batman, so more so film based. When I read that, the joker character is what comes to my mind if if they're really going the biggest mic drop i mean wouldn't potentially even you know joaquin phoenix's joker popping up somehow at the end wouldn't that be a mic drop but maybe not to that extent maybe it's just something as far as uh this iteration of robert pattinson's batman goes as far as maybe just character um but what do you think what do you think of that kind of closing opinion tweet there
1: yeah, I've definitely heard rumors of, a, of another Joker movie. Um, mm-hmm. Not sure if that's been confirmed. Maybe you know. Maybe someone else can tell us in the comments if that's been confirmed. But, uh, or if you're listening to this later, tweet at us at Mando Talk or at CalebJKiller3 uh, or at Scum Texan. You know, any one of those three, get our attention, tell us. But, um, you know, I think the best thing to do, because not to, not to steal your thunder for the next tweet, but we do know do from it. this next tweet that it's been set up for a sequel – yeah. So I think the best way to set it up for a sequel um, would be to take the end of jo- Joaquin Phoenix's Joker movie and kind of tie that into Robert Pattinson's because that's
0: beautiful. Yeah.
1: Because I don't see why not. I mean, we've already, I've read, there's an article that screen rant put out about uh, Batman being played at CinemaCon uh, first screening, I think is where that was, like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. And in there, it talks about, uh, um, um, Oh, I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry, but um, it talks about the reactions and just Joker in general kind of gets a little name drop in there. So I think that if we have mm. some sort of a tie in from the ending of Joker, which how, how long has that been out now? Like two years?
0: Yeah, it's been out for a while. OK, then out. I
1: haven't I have no problem go ahead and throw in this this little out there, because if you haven't seen Joker by now, one of two things you have either held out way too long or you're just not going to watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, Joaquin Phoenix won an Oscar for this movie. Come on. Yeah. I mean, two men have won Oscars for playing the Joker and Joaquin Phoenix and and Heath Ledger, you know, so the fact that we could set a a scene up where, you know, Joker is kind of the reason Batman's parents, Martha uh, and Thomas Wayne are killed more or less, you know, it's kind of a ripple effect there. Um, I think it would be perfect to kind of tie into that because we could have this really cool sequel to both of them.
0: Yeah. Almost, mixed.
1: you know, yeah. And I, I wish that that's what they would have done with man of steel is had man of steel and then done a Batman movie and then Batman versus Superman. Cause I think that would have helped usher along the DCEU a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Oh, this is what I was going to say a second ago. Um, Robert Pattinson's Batman takes place on earth too. So within yeah. the multiverse of DC, this is a separate Batman and Mm -hmm. we already had Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker and we already had Jared Leto as the Joker. Are these on separate earths or these in separate multiverse? I mean, different universes. I mean, if so, why can't we put Joker um, Joaquin Phoenix and Robert Pattinson's Batman together? Because we saw Ben Affleck and uh, Jared Leto's Batman and Joker respectively in uh, one small scene in Suicide Squad, the first one, and then also in, um, 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 what was it, um, uh, the Snyder Cut of the Justice League. Yeah. So um, I kind of ranted there for a second. I apologize. But, you know, I think this is something that we could very easily see coming in with that uh, this next tweet. Yeah, and I'll let you go ahead. and. End yeah, it. no, and I'll just
0: go ahead and just read that tweet there to kind of finalize this discussion uh, update. I just asked if the Batman sets up for a sequel. Here's what they said. Yes, death sequel. That's the oh crap moment there at the end. I genuinely felt like they're going to start a whole collection of Rob Patton. So Robert Pattinson, Batman movies and circle through different villains, maybe. Uh, so I definitely think that kind of lends itself to maybe a potential Joker tie in uh but you know again i don't want to you know set expectations so high i don't need it uh to be joker don't get me wrong i'm excited just to see robert pattinson as this character Uh, i've said it before not on air because i haven't had a platform to do that but now with geek first reactions i do um i think robert pattinson looks perfect and phenomenal as batman i might need a little convincing as bruce wayne though Yes, Just a little Th- that's kind of where I'm at. But yeah, I have full confidence that he's going to be able to because, you know, after the Twilight saga, <laughs> he has shown I mean, that after he yeah. has shown that he is a phenomenal talent, phenomenal. Sure. Uh, so I fully trust him to be able to uh, portray Bruce Wayne and the Batman pretty great. But what do you think? Those of you out there listening, do you think, first of all, do you think that this thread we should view this as legit? Like, are you okay with, you know, taking these words for truth and actually, you know, expecting to see a three-hour cut of Batman. I would kind of expect it probably to be trimmed down a little bit in between now and when we see it. But regardless, what do you think? uh, Does this excite you? Is this legit? You tell us in the comments or over on Discord. We would love to hear uh, from you. But that is our Batman news for this evening. But uh, it's time for us to get into kind of the reaction, if you will, in Geekverse reactions. We're going to react to... uh, a specific show that Marvel's got going on right this now. This little
1: and, this little thing over there on yeah. um, some streaming service called Disney Plus, right? I, I think so. That's something to yeah, do with Mickey Mouse, yeah, something don't like it, don't
0: that. It? <laughs> well, DJ, take take the reins on this news sure.
1: piece. Well, um as you probably are aware of, um if you're listening or watching, what the What If series has just been, in my opinion, groundbreaking, and I think in a lot of ways, it's it's uniting the multiverse, especially after we we saw Loki and even WandaVision and, of course, the Spider-Man No, no Way Home trailer. The fact that we're getting into these things, um, I think is just really brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant. Um, so, of course, up to now, of course, tomorrow morning, we'll see a new um, What If episode, which I'm not sure what the fourth one is.
0: Uh, I have seen an image Going around about uh S- dr strange it's gonna dr. be Doctor strange, strange invo- involved somehow
1: okay well i love dr strange and uh, my wife is a huge dr strange fan she that was kind of her introduction into the mcu she she's been in love with with that character for a while now but um she'll be looking forward to watching that but let's i'm gonna kind of just talk about the first one real quick um which was the captain carter episode i um have kind of what may be considered a hot take sir uh fresh out the oven so to speak about this captain carter one now do not don't get too mad guys okay they're 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 getting mad (laughs) they're not you can get mad all you want i can deal with i can deal with that it's these it's these comments no i'm just kidding but um i almost almost prefer captain carter to captain america and that's a bold statement and i know that but hear me out for just a moment okay spoilers ahead if you have not yet seen marvel's what if if you're holding out which i understand yeah. if you're going to try to binge watch them a lot of folks do that mm-hmm. uh um, we're going to get
0: into episodes one through three so just spoiler yes. alert for yeah. what if in general All three
1: yeah So here's my thing. I think that I've always liked the character of Peggy Carter from when when I first saw her in uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. I thought her character was super interesting because I really wanted to see her do more. And then I've only actually finished the first season of Agent Carter. Um, And I know there's only two seasons. I wish there was a third season because Haley Atwell is phenomenal as Peggy Carter. And I thought she did a Fantastic job. Oh, Zach Horvath, video game nightcap. Plug for video game nightcap. Go check out Zach's channel. He says, How dare you about Captain Carter? Well, deal with it, brother. Uh, no, but I think she's fantastic. And I think that really what ends up happening at the end of that specific episode, how she, I don't know what that giant tentacle thing was there at the end. I, I'm assuming it's the Hydra monster, whatever that is called. Um, but I love that she pushes that thing back into the wormhole of the Tesseract and then pops out. Oh, by the way, using a sword. Listen, I love swords. I mentioned Lord of the Rings. You've mentioned Game of Thrones. Swords are dope. Okay. I love swords. I'm a big forged in fire fan over there on history channel. Love watching people make knives and swords. I think it's awesome. It's a beautiful piece of art there, but she pops out with a sword and a shield and goes to town. And then what happens? She shows up in 2012 right before the events of the Avengers. And I just thought, how how cool would it be to see Peggy Carter square up against her friend, Howard Stark's son, Tony? And, and no pun intended here, it's a stark difference between those two people, Howard and Tony. They're very different. Yeah, books. <laughs> and so I thought that C- Captain Carter was just brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant brilliant so and also i love the idea of steve being uh I- iron man basically mm-hmm. or a uh, mm-hmm. hydra stomper oh that's such a dope name so i really really enjoyed that one um do you have any thoughts on episode one of what if captain carter
0: man i feel like i'm gonna you know go dark side here you know um mm. i didn't fully love episode one if i'm being completely honest i thought it okay. was kind of like just it skipped around so much like, it went from here to there uh, to, like you mentioned, next thing you know, we're in modern time. Um, definitely disagree with your take about Captain Carter being That's more fair. That's to-
1: totally fair. <laughs> totally fair. Uh, but it was okay. It wasn't
0: bad. I enjoyed it. But I guess, you know, I was just expecting more with the first episode. But I enjoyed it. it. It just wasn't like mind-blowing to me but I, sure. I love the idea I love the I love the what if kind of you know scenarios like you said kind of introducing and getting people more comfortable with this multiverse idea that they're definitely heavily fixing to get into so that's yeah. a plus and uh yeah I genuinely like the overall sense of it episode one was just kind of okay for me it, it was good but I just wasn't mind blown with it but let's go ahead and move into episode two because I will go ahead and let you know after episode one, I I very much so enjoyed the following two.
1: That's great. I, I really enjoyed the second episode specifically, but for different reasons than most people, um, <clears> than <throat> what I've heard. I've only maybe heard one or two people online talk about this that I've seen across uh, Twitter or TikTok, but um, this was T'Challa if he was Star Lord, if he mm-hmm. took Peter Quill's uh, mantle, I suppose. And this was interesting because, yes, if there's any one character in the MCU who could totally turn the Ravagers around from what we've seen in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, it would be T'Challa. I mean, it would Mm be the Black Panther. And, man, the fact that Chadwick Boseman is this is his last role. Like, listen, I didn't really know who he was before Black Panther.
0: Really? Hey, I I I, highly suggest to check out Forty Two. No, the and Jackie, I've seen and Rock. I've oh, seen Forty Two. Yes, okay, okay, okay. But I had okay, seen
1: Forty Two before good. Black Panther <laughs> and didn't realize that's who he oh, was. Oh, I see what you're saying. And so okay. I, I remember thinking, oh yeah, I really liked Forty Two. Mm-hmm. and I'm a, I love baseball movies. I mean, I adore baseball <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, League of Their Own, Field of Dreams, The Natural. Come on, I mean, those all that Sandlot. I mean, those yeah. are just fantastic baseball <laughs> movies. But, um, when you get down to him being this his last role, it's wild to think think that because it just doesn't feel like it should be Mm -hmm. um and it it, and that's just what happens sometimes um but here's my biggest takeaway from it and i loved his performance i loved a lot about this episode but i'm gonna say just my one thing and toss it back over to you okay my favorite thing about this was good guy thanos
0: yes and i agree that's what i was gonna say honestly oh cool
1: okay (laughs) good guy thanos is great because I i was watching it with with my wife we were sitting on the couch and uh, I think we we're eating dinner or something and I'm sitting there watching it. And she says, Are you are you crazy? You know, Nebula says, Are you crazy? And he goes, I'm not crazy, just mad. And I, before he could even say just mad, I'm just like,
0: Just he's mad. He's
1: the mad titan. I was just freaking out because I was like, This is so dope. I mean, this guy, some T'Challa of uh, all people, of course he can turn Thanos around. I just thought yeah. fantastic. I want to hear. I I want to hear everything you have to say about all of this, but tell me what you thought about this one.
0: No, first of all, those of you that don't know Guardians of the Galaxy and that type of vibe um, is honestly probably like top three as far as MCU characters or just stories go. So just that in itself was already very intriguing for me as far as the uh, second episode went. And then, like you said, good guy. Thanos was really cool. Uh, seeing T'Challa in this different atmosphere and, you know, more in that Guardians of the Galaxy type of lane, I really enjoyed that. I, I loved, you know, visiting the, all the different locations and I-, I was more appreciative of me being able to more so follow the story linearly in episode two uh, compared to episode one. Episode one for me kind of felt like it was just jumping around here and there. Uh, but outside of that, you know, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed episode two a lot more, uh, in my opinion, specifically because the Guardians of the Galaxy type of vibe. And number two, you already mentioned it. Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. It was great to see you again.
1: I, Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I think, a year before The Force Awakens. And I remember mm-hmm. seeing it thinking, wow, this is the closest thing to Star Wars I've seen in a long time.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: uh held to that for a for a while i think up until force awakens really kind of came out um so i'm a big fan of gardens yeah um all that i thought everything you said was i'm ditto
0: okay mystery
1: um i like the vibe of this i really like the vibe of this third one um for a lot i had to focus on different things that i hadn't thought the Incredible Hulk was really uh, impressed with how we tied in the Incredible into this and I had no idea that uh, Thor the Incredible Hulk and Iron Man 2 all happened within days of each other I thought that was really cool that they brought that into the mix and we got to see kind of uh, a Black Widow take the reins and and um, go forward a little bit and let and also I love that we straight up heard Nick Fury say he was an Avenger I thought Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, but like, and I feel like I've always thought that, but it was really cool to hear him say, there's just one left and it's me. And, um, I thought that that was a great tie in and it almost kind of makes me like go back on the captain Carter thing. I said just a second ago, because, you know, the idea of captain Marvel and captain America teaming up to fight the battle of New York, you know, Mm -hmm. and who knows what else would have happened. from that then on i mean i would love to hear the rest of that what if story um because i think that'd be something really really cool to focus in on but uh all that to be said i really really enjoyed that one it had me on the edge of my seat literally i think i actually went from here (laughs) to here you know like i had to i had to move closer to the tv and television hard on it and um it was great i thought it was fantastic what do you have on it
0: uh, episode three has by far been my favorite of the three. Uh, I, I like the murder mystery kind of genre. And I, I liked the, like you said, kind of the different what if scenarios that we would have gotten had this story continued. Uh, so that kind of got my mental wheels a turning, kind of what that would look like. Uh, and by far the episode three murder, risk, murder mystery type of vibe that we got this past week. I really, really, really thoroughly enjoyed it. So with that said, you know, I started off kind of hard here with kind of being critical of what if with episode one, but hopefully I've kind of made it a little bit evident. It is getting better each week for me. Absolutely episode not. one was just kind of OK. Episode two, I really enjoyed. And then episode three this past week has by far been my favorite. So I can't wait to see episode four. Doctor yeah. Strange, you know, that poster came out today that it is going to be focused on that ooh, character. Ooh. Um, so that. that's got me yeah, intrigued because Dr. Dr. Strange is one of my faves, uh, and we're actually going to talk about Dr. Strange a little bit next uh, with our next news piece, and that is focused on uh, a big deal, a huge deal, that is the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer that we have officially gotten, that uh, for so long there, all of the Spider-Man diehards were kind of freaking out, like, when are we going to get this thing? Uh, But we have officially gotten it. So before we kind of uh, maybe go into prediction mode, I just wanted to quickly just share our overall thoughts uh, and more so reactions to the trailer. It, it was great. Uh, it was worth the wait. Uh, it, it was great to see Tom Holland back. It was great to see Doc Ock. It was cool to see all the connections to previous Spider-Man movies and all the teases to previous Spider-Man movies and all of the different possibilities that we could be getting. And speaking of that, this trailer, from what I understand has broken the amount of views record, not only on like social medias, but I also believe on YouTube as far as the first 24 hours go. So Mm -hmm. Incredible job done. I think, you know, regardless of how you feel about the trailer, Sony uh, and crew made the correct decision in waiting to drop this trailer until last week or or, yeah, I think it was last week at this point Mm -hmm. uh, when it dropped, they made the correct decision in waiting that long, uh, even though that might not have been what everyone wanted. Because it it did break the internet and uh, my phone was going off basically the rest of the day as far as get getting notifications of tweets from other people about what they thought. Uh, Discord, we talked about the Spider Man trailer a little bit in yeah. our Discord, uh, and just you know, like you've we've said, we talk Star Wars here, but we. We had to pause. We had to pause in our Discord talking about Star Wars and talk about Spider Man the trailer. That's how important this thing is to so many people because this character is connected with so many people. But what were your overall impressions? You know, I, I was take. I enjoyed the, the thrills, the action shots, the possibilities that were introduced. What were your overall thoughts and reactions to the trailer?
1: In a word, and I, I do mean one word. Pump okay i'm absolutely pumped i guess that's two words but still uh i was pumped after seeing it because you know i thought you know this is something that we weren't gonna get i honestly was convinced we would never get a trailer they were we were just gonna show up blind
0: show up yeah
1: and i kind of almost now that i've seen the trailer and seen how awesome it is i'm just Uh like kind of wish that we could have just never seen it and i know i could have avoided I know I could have maybe tried to avoid the trailer. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: uh, I, I mean, I don't yeah. know.
0: I don't know. Uh, I feel like everyone has seen some sort of image yes. or something from this trailer. Everyone. I've seen <laughs> it.
1: I've seen it on every social media I'm on at least once a day since mm-hmm. it dropped. Yes. You know, Same. and it's it's been that big of a deal um, here. I do have a couple of like breakdown thoughts, if that's okay. okay. If I yeah, can sure. very quickly do that. Um, from the moment, like it starts to when the Marvel studios logo pops up, all I'm going to say this now, all of those shots take place within the first 30 minutes of the movie. Everything with him on the roof with, um, MJ, every, you know, them walking through the crowds, the swinging through New York, all of that first 30 minutes done. And then, then we go see Dr. Strange. You know that's okay. that's my immediate takeaway from the trailer. Aside from just being excited, yeah. You know that's my first, you know, my first uh, um, assumption. I guess maybe you know, and I guess that's a, a pretty safe bet. You know, mm-hmm. because that swinging scene stuff with him in the non iron spider suit, that's all from the tail end of Far From Home. I mean, it has to be.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that's my first initial thought about it. But other than that, I mean, I'm just I'm absolutely pumped. I have some some dark side type thoughts. I'll wait and I'll, I'll toss it back to you to see what else you might want to have to say, unless that was it. Unless you had something else.
0: No, I think you nailed it. Uh, I did forget to mention with my overall reactions, Dr. Strange, you know, seeing it, I knew, I knew he was going to be in the movie just from different reports. Yeah. Um, and articles that were out there, you know, and there's been some hate with that. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this, uh, with the first Spider-Man and the second one, really, a lot of people felt like Tony Stark, Iron Man was carrying, Um, carrying the way. And now in this third one, you know, they're bringing Dr. Strange in. I know some people with the MCU, you know, we want those connections and that's where I'm at. I like these connections. I like seeing all of these characters come into play in all of these different projects, but I've also seen the flip side of people saying, why does Spider-Man need another superhero there to help him? He should be able to do things on his own at this point. What are your thoughts on that? Because I fall on the side of, that doesn't bother me. Give me Doctor Strange. I love seeing it. Uh, but I've also seen people on the other end of that spectrum, though.
1: Okay. I'll answer your question with a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> does it does it bother you that Anakin Skywalker lost his master Qui-Gon Jinn, but then was trained by Obi-Wan?
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely so not.
1: That, so then why should it bother anybody if Peter Parker loses his master training trainer whatever tony yes. stark and then uh-huh. gets pawned off if you will to dr strange that's it a shouldn't, great question and that's it a great shouldn't rebuttal matter.
0: and that's why it, i
1: agree with you <laughs> it shouldn't matter because like you i'm all for the tie-in mm-hmm. i think dr strange is awesome not to mention we went from one sherlock to the other okay <laughs> yeah hey, you know hey, that's so cool
0: right there that's I, cool. I think <laughs>
1: that that i'll and i love that you know, they had scenes together in Infinity War and Endgame because mm-hmm. I was I wanted there to be a Sherlock reference in the writing so bad, <laughs> but it didn't, of course, happen. And yeah. um, I think the Internet would have went nuts if it had happened. But um, all that to say, I don't have any issue with Doctor Strange being here. However, I've seen people people are dying from Mephisto to come yeah, into the been,
0: MCU. They've been dying and- from Mephisto ever since WandaVision.
1: Uh-huh. And I honestly, I kept thinking Mephisto would show up somewhere, maybe if not WandaVision, maybe in Loki, but mm-hmm. of course those didn't happen. Um, now people are saying, oh, that's not even Stephen Strange. That's Mephisto, you know, you know, doing a, a, a projection. And I'm like, okay, you know, it could happen, but I, it's kind of a, it's not a stretch. It's just one of those.
0: Nah, not you guys fan. are just wanting something <laughs> too
1: bad, you know? Yeah. So I, I think that's, you know, I think that's definitely Stephen Strange. I have no problem with him being there personally. I think it's a good idea for, I mean, you got to remember, Peter Parker is still in high school. By the time we got to the third Tobey Maguire movie, this dude was already, you know, done with high school. He was done with high school before the first act of, yeah. <laughs> of uh, the first Spider-Man movie was even done with. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, we got our introduction to Green Goblin and then boom, there was, there was, um, him graduate in high school. And honestly, in, uh, Andrew Garfield, the same thing happened. So I like that we're stretching out this period of time where we're letting Peter just be a kid instead of rushing to get to him, to be on his own and having to navigate life. And he's still trying to navigate life, but I mean, this is going to hit home with a lot of younger audiences, I think. And I mm-hmm. think that's important for us as those who are maybe a little bit older, um, to understand, Hey, there's people we can help train up and help them learn the ropes and yeah. I think Peter Peter still needs that. Mm-hmm. And I think by the end of this movie, we won't need that anymore. I think that after this movie, you know, Tom Holland can run off into his own, you know, Peter Parker Spider-Man thing. Yeah. And not have to rely on uh, these grounded, you know, seasoned actors and characters. Sure. If that, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I, I agree with your take. Absolutely. But I just wanted to hear kind of your opinion. Because that is one negative thing at least that I've seen. And there hasn't been a lot of negatives. So I just felt the need to kind of bring it up to kind of just have that conversation of what we thought about that take. What were your dark side things before we kind of move into the next thing?
1: I'm going to make somebody cry with this one. I already know it. Um, I mean, I think Happy Hogan is going to die. Ooh. I really think Happy's going to die. Ooh. Um, Okay. And look, we don't have much of a use for Iron Man at this point. I mean, they're not going to resurrect the guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he's not coming back. You know, if he comes back, endgame is worthless. I'm sorry. Mm. I mean, it just it means nothing anymore. And that's my opinion. And that's a harsh opinion. I realize that. So we need to start tying up loose ends, which sounds awful. But I think Happy Hogan is going to die. And I think this is going to kind of be Tom Holland's Uncle Ben moment. Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, in that sh- in that shot in that trailer, John Favreau is in a car and he's surrounded by fire. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and I actually and I'm not no proof of this, but I think it'd be cool if he were to die via uh Willem Dafoe's Goblin. Mm. Kind of how we he put Aunt May in the hospital in the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, yeah, I
1: think that would be neat. You know, that's kind of me just kind of hoping and I don't see that really happening. True. I think it'd just be a neat moment. But that's my darkest dark side thought on this trailer is that I okay. think happy Hogan dies. Uh, I think that's just, this is me.
0: I think that's a possibility for sure. Okay. Cause I mean, let's be real. Favreau is kind of busy now, you know, let's connect this to star Wars. Favreau was kind of busy to kind of just go to the side and shoot something real quick. You know, he's too busy making all these star Wars stories. So I, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah. We did have someone jump down in the comments and that was my lovely wife,
0: lovely uh, wife. My love. We appreciate wife. it. it
1: yes uh hillary she says personally she's looking forward to figuring out this um how the same man who was so overcome with potential outcomes is so eager to help spider-man reverse the world knowing his identity which i see the i see the logic there and she goes on to say like what changed and how much would strange intentional chaos from his spell to help peter parker play into the multiverse of madness i mean that's a great question i think Um, it'll
0: Directly connect in some way. I think this movie Absolutely. is going to be massive as far it's a as setup, implications. Yes. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent a major setup for whatever's coming next, along with Shang Chi and also uh, the Eternals. Yes. So, um, really looking forward to Spider Man as a whole.
0: Yeah, you mentioned Eternals. I'm fixing to throw a hot take here. Okay. I'm I'm more excited for Eternals.
1: I than have Spider-Man. no. I have no idea what the eternals really are and
0: that's why i'm so excited i guess it's because ah, i I, I don't know anything man it's and i not love knowing I, 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 we just kind of talked about that with my top five i put marvel at number one because i love not knowing where that's it's right going. That's i guess right. that's just a, a trait of mine as far as liking things you're I discovering things
1: you're discovering things about yourself, you know. Yes. This is this is cheaper than therapy. So there Man, you go. This is great. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. I I see that. I'm not I'm not that I'm not really that guy. Um <laughs> I'm not I'm not that, not guy, that pal. guy pal. <laughs> I'm not that guy, pal. Trust me, I'm not that guy. Let's but, go. <laughs> we i think we both spend too much time on tiktok is what i'm understanding <laughs> hey you you gotta work uh, on it
0: you gotta work on mando talk at tiktok so that means i'm gonna accidentally see some videos there
1: That's exactly. so, a shameless plug Acc- at mando accident- talk accidentally on TikTok. <laughs> we're on all the socials all right on all of the shows uh, so yeah, anyway are. um yeah i i get that i i get that um to some degree but can, let's go on to the next thing yeah, can we go on to the it. next thing yeah that's fine man, we've been rolling for an hour and a half brother. dude
0: we've been going for a hot minute so it let's go ahead and it go doesn't feel to like, our, like an hour it doesn't it, we kind of lose time you know we're here in this geek verse reaction zone
1: and we're just yes. reacting
0: to the geek verse baby
1: so yeah. we just get lost
0: with time you know but so, let's get to that exact, last
1: news piece and um are we going shang chi or no time to die you know, let's go out the door
0: with, uh, Shang-Chi. But I like let's, it.
1: Let's hit the no time to die real quick. Well, I haven't seen it. So I'm going <laughs> oh, <okay>. to have to <laughs> have you talk about it. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I wasn't going to add too much other than letting the, the audience members know those of you that are listening, listening, know that the 007 James Bond, no time to die trailer U S and international trailer released today. Um, and, you know, it, it's a lot of footage that we've seen before in previous trailers because this movie was supposed to come out in 2020 originally. Yeah. But then, you know, because of COVID, it, it got delayed and delayed and delayed. So with that said, not a lot there, but it does kind of treat it more so like a montage of this is Daniel Craig's last movie as James Bond. Uh, so it kind of tries to play with those emotional uh, heartstrings if you will as far as connecting it and showing old footage from all of his previous movies and saying oh come check out the last performance of Daniel Craig as James Bond uh, and I'm actually I was just looking say, at the trailer
1: right now Oh,
0: okay I was just gonna yeah. say that it does a good job of kind of doing that and, and making you want to a for me I kind of thought oh maybe I should go back and check out some of these movies again because they're fun I enjoy watching James Bond uh, movies and, and i would love to go see this when it does come out uh, and all i was really going to want to talk about with this as far as this trailer goes is james bond is an old franchise does james bond the franchise still excite us to this day and for me i was just going to say real quickly that i don't really think about james bond until a new movie's coming out and i see the trailer and I see how sleek and cool and sexy and all those cool things uh, and how it looks, then I'm intrigued again. But then after I see it, I'm like, okay, I don't need to think about James Bond anymore. Yeah. It's just one of those things that when a movie comes out, I'm there, Yeah. but when it's not coming out, it's like, I can honestly kind of live without it at this point. What do you think?
1: Well, I don't, I don't want to say I could live without James Bond. Okay. I think that he's one of those characters that is so important to cinema as a whole sure yeah without him like let's face the facts here there is no indiana jones without james bond i'm sure you're aware of this you know lucas and spielberg could or specifically spielberg he could not get into the director the director's chair to do james bond and -hmm. george and him are sitting on a beach in hawaii waiting on star wars to finish its run in 77 and he's like i got this idea for this archaeologist he's kind of like james bond that's literally the pitch yeah, yeah. I mean, it's literally the pitch, man. And the fact that we've gotten to a point where James Bond has been inspiration to what was recently, and I can't remember what outlet it was. He's the inspiration behind who the greatest action hero of all time, according to movies and that um, this this poll that was run. And it's Indiana Jones. Mm. So, and not to mention James Bond is Indiana Jones' dad. Okay. Sure, yeah. We we can't leave that out. So.
0: Yeah. Good call. Good call. I don't
1: think I don't think I can like. I can, I can go without James Bond. Yeah, and that's more so like, what I meant.
0: Like, we can, yeah. I don't necessarily need more, but I appreciate seeing the character. Like, it, yes. like, we kind of talk
1: about with Star Wars, you can't tell the story of Hollywood without James Bond. No, you can't. And he, he's, a, he's a classic character. I mean, I have a playlist I listen to uh, on occasion. I just call it movie music. Mm-hmm. And the 007 theme from Casino Royale, is it is is on that list and dude when i'm driving down the road and especially on those windy back roads i crank that sucker i mean it just it you're just it's just it's (laughs) so much fun sorry hillary and either maybe my mom if you're watching this (laughs) I, i sometimes drive a little crazy when james bond music is playing i'm sort of safe but anyway we'll move on um i i love james bond and i think that without james bond we don't have characters like jason bourne you're right. I mean, I've had conversations with specifically my dad. I've had this conversation I'm like, you don't, you've got England's England's got James Bond, America has Jason Bourne. Mm-hmm. They're first of all same initials. They basically do the exact same thing, except one is not running away all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so I love James Bond. I'm I'm excited about it. I don't, you know, I'm won't go see it like opening weekend.
0: Okay. Yeah, and I'm no, probably the same like, way.
1: But I want to see it because one of mine and my wife's first dates was to go see Skyfall. Ooh, that's together. cool.
0: That's a good and, movie to see together. And,
1: and I loved Skyfall. She had never seen a James Bond movie before that day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so, you know, for us, I, I really kind of latch on to that for a lot of reasons. But I loved I loved Daniel Craig as James Bond. And that his last outing, it's it's the end of an era for sure. Yeah, it is. I, I don't I think we need to let it rest for about 15 or 20 years before we pick it back up though. Mm,
0: okay. Okay.
1: I mean, we uh, went we went from Pierce Brosnan to Daniel Craig within like a span of less than a decade.
0: Sure. Yeah. I I think we'll I we'll think see. The first one I was think two
1: thousand six with Daniel Craig and. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I think kinda, we'll see. We'll see. I think the the franchise. I don't think it's going anywhere. But I do think you know after Daniel Craig kind of bookends it with this one, I think there probably will be a little break with it uh, enough to kind of get people more interested in the character again you know one of those scenarios where less is more i think after we take a break from that character a little bit more maybe interest uh in that character will spike back up again but let's get out of here by you know just quickly sharing real quick shang chi and i think it's legend of the ten rings i think that's kind of like the subtitle of that episode or sorry not episode movie that movie is coming out this coming uh weekend I believe September third is the date, the opening date. Okay. Uh, meaning I think if it's still working the same way, because it's been a minute since I've done this. I think that means you can go see it as early as September 2nd at night. Uh, but I, I don't know if they're still doing that at movie theaters because that's do. a whole different whole different ball game now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw Black Widow on a Thursday before the, the okay. official first okay. day. So so that means yeah. by
0: the next time that we do geek verse reactions again people out there would have seen that film. So real quickly, what I wanted to do is just share our excitement level for it. I will go ahead and kickstart that just real quickly and give my quick take on it, and then we'll kind of wrap up the show. Um, Not the most excited for this movie uh, originally. You know, I've been more excited for other Marvel films, but from hearing and listening to people that I have followed for years over on YouTube that have had the ability to watch the premiere, the world premiere that they had, see their reaction their non-spoiler reactions they are talking about it being like a top five comic book comic book movie ever and i was surprised when i heard that that was enough for me to now try at some point this weekend to go see it so i'll leave it at that Uh, there's a lot of people out there that are loving this thing and Mm -hmm. so that means i'm gonna definitely try to go see it as soon as i can what about you dj
1: well, I, I definitely have low expectations for it, but that's because I know nothing about the character. Yeah. Um so Good because it's I'm because I'm very unfamiliar with the character. I mean, let's I'm gonna just be real honest. I'm very unfamiliar with most comic book characters before mm-hmm. the movie comes out. I'm just gonna I don't read comics like that. I mean, I've d I've dived into the Star Wars comics, but that's different. You know, that's not that's not your Spider Man, that's not your, you know, Captain America's, et cetera. So for me, this is a fresh thing. And I honestly, I welcome something fresh. I want yeah. I want something new. So for me, what really got me excited, and this is why I want to go see it this weekend, was actually the Marvel one shot that was released on Disney Plus about yeah, the Mandarin. Call- um, mm-hmm. And have you seen that one yet? Yeah.
0: I, I yeah, actually I- watched it a couple of days ago because I had a feeling they put that out there for a reason.
1: Yeah, and I watched it too, a couple days ago as well, and then last night, knowing that Abomination from Incredible Hulk is going to be fighting Wong from mm-hmm. Doctor Strange in some sort of Thunderdome, you know, I was like, oh, I I should probably rewatch the Incredible Hulk. So re- last night we rented on Amazon the uh, Incredible Hulk and watched it, and I was like, okay, so I didn't really like need to see see it, but like or rewatch it, but like it helped to remember, oh, this guy's kind of like a super bad guy, like he's a villain. Right. And it's nice to know he's out there doing something. So for me, I'm just looking forward to seeing that. Ben Kingsley, Sir Ben Kingsley, the Mandarin, is returning as the Mandarin. No one's talking about this.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've
1: not seen anybody talk about it.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what role he's going to have. I do know that we're going to actually for fi- finally see the real Mandarin, not the actor, yeah. uh, which is a big deal. And Again, so that's Mark- going to. That's going to connect back to, uh, Iron Man three, three. Yeah. That's, that's what I thought. It's going to connect back to that, uh, which is cool. So I've been meaning to see that rewatch that movie before I go see it. We'll see if I'm able to get that done, but I think that's going to be an important tie in. And I think, you know, like you mentioned that short that they have done in the past, but they put it on Disney plus this past week was put there for a reason. So go check out those things. And there's a great article out there. I think if you just Google search, what to watch before Shang-Chi, there's a great article that lists out the different uh, yeah. films and shorts that you should probably check out if you can. You know, one thing you, One thing I'll say this right about Marvel, just real quickly, Marvel does a great job of giving you a movie oh, yeah. that you feel like you have to see stuff beforehand, but you really don't. Uh, so if you can't get this stuff in before going to see the film, don't yeah. feel like you have to. If, if you have time to go check out Chang-Chi, Shang-Chi, go do it uh, and yeah. not, don't worry about trying to watch stuff beforehand. Just go enjoy the movie because Marvel does a great job of allowing you to do just that. What were yeah, you say? It. Sorry.
1: Well, no, you're fine. I just, I, you needed to finish your thought. I was interrupting and I'm really good at <laughs> interrupting. Um, trust me. Um, but I, I would say that the, you, you mentioned you don't have to rewatch anything. <clears throat> and I would totally agree with that. I think what's good about a lot of Marvel movies is that when, once you get done watching it, you're like, Oh, I need to go back and rewatch right this. i mean yeah. at the end of black widow i felt that way i need to go back right. and rewatch a few things so but my essentials if this is rebel scum texan's essentials before seeing shang chi official okay? list this is my i i i did the i did the research i dug a little bit this is what i think is probably the most essential um in order in actual order like number okay. 1 to number whatever okay. i think iron man the first one is essential to rewatch the incredible hulk i will say is also essential to rewatch Iron Man 3, I would also say, is 100% essential to rewatch. Mm-hmm. The one shot, honestly, I should move that up because that one shot, I mean, was incredible. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I loved it. I think you need to, I think we all need to go back and rewatch that. And then this is kind of like an, eh, you don't have to, but it might help, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I think if if we if you were to rewatch those one, two, three, four, five things, I think you'd be set up and ready to go for Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, which I don't need to rewatch Doctor Strange I've seen it a hundred times. I just <laughs> yeah. recently watched Iron Man, Iron Man 3, and The Incredible Hulk. I have seen all of these recently. There you so go. I'm I'm ready so to go. So you're ready. You're ready. I, I, I'm more ready than I really thought I was, to be <laughs> honest with you. Because I've, yeah. I've just kind of been sitting on this and and not really cared too much about it, except when it pops up on Hulu for the fifth or sixth time in an hour. <laughs> um kid lord hulu needs more more, better commercials it's like the same (laughs) four commercials um but that's the different thing for something else i can rant about that somewhere else i'll do that on my personal twitter not the real Yeah, Yeah, let's do that well (laughs) but anyway that's what i have to say um on those and i think that those are worth um worth the rewatch for
0: sure okay sweet well well listen that is it that is officially all of the different things that we wanted to hit here on our first episode of geek verse reactions and you know probably admittedly this one's going to be a little bit longer than normal you know we'll always try to fit in like the the 45 minute to an hour kind of episode but we had a lot of things to cover we wanted to make sure that you were up to date as far as you know the big kind of breaking news as far as stuff in the geek verse went but since this this was our first one we wanted to make sure that you knew why we were doing it and kind of our top five uh, geek verse projects, properties outside of Star Wars, because I feel I feel felt the need that you guys needed to hear that to try to understand, you know, why we felt the need to do this show. Uh, but I appreciate all of you out there that, you know, potentially watch this live with us throughout this entire time. You know, we went long, but I hope you enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed it. You know, it didn't feel as long as it's actually been. I'm looking at the clock now, and I'm like, wow, I need to go to bed. But that's fine. <laughs> you know, yeah. we had a good time. Uh, and, DJ, I really appreciate you being here.
1: I'm glad to be here. I mean, I'm always good to talk geek stuff, Star Wars stuff, all the above. I mean, it's always a good time. But yeah. like you said, man, my, my spider sense is tangling. <laughs> Time's running out. So, yeah, probably probably cap it off.
0: Yeah. All right. Well. Thursday. We will see you then for our Thursday live stream covering the past week in star Wars news, but we're also going to cover Disney gallery, the making of the season two finale for the Mandalorian. We're going to finally get to talk about that. Uh, and I can't wait to do that. We appreciate the support. Let's get out of here. I'm not going to end this with, we have spoken. We got to come up with something different for geek verse reaction. So let me, you know what, take this to the audience. If you have a cool, call out sign that we should incorporate into geek verse reactions let us know but until next time have a great day have a great week and we will see you on thursday